What's up, everybody? Um, <clears throat> I'm just giving you some stuff I've been following on the news and what I've been hearing. Uh, I've been watching a Jaden Smith interview uh, about Cool Tape Volume 3. Um, I followed Sire and Ayers. Um, and I would say... I like the fact that he has the Beatles twist in his music. Um, it reminds me of Sgt. Pepper's uh, from the Beatles. Um, Jaden Smith is a pretty good actor, too. He was very influential in movies um, growing up, like Karate Kid and pursuit of happiness and we all saw him grow up um that's pretty good uh and also with Kanye West with four or five seconds uh with Paul McCartney uh I think those songs where you can mix classic rock um, or psychedelic rock from the Beatles with hip hop. It's a very interesting sound. <clears throat> and that's what's good about hip hop is that since it uses like instrumental beats, you can almost connect it with any genre. And that's why it's so diverse with its sounds. And uh, some of my audiobooks, I share some Beatles themes as well for background. Um, I uh, saw in the news that Charlemagne the God thinks that the Drake era is over. Um, it might be. But he'll always be popular to a certain extent. But his greatest time was during my time in like high school and college. <clears throat> I feel like that's where he became um, the rising star that he is. Um, I'm not sure if like the newer generation relates to Drake in the same way because they didn't see him come along but they might like his trendy songs or his like little pop hits um, or ones that can make memes and can be shared so he stays uh, relevant with them <clears throat> but I feel like he was most popular during my high school and college years, like from like 2009 to 2015. But he's still a good artist and he'll keep rising. Uh, you know how Charlemagne is, he always likes to cause drama and like mix things up. And that's just how he is. Um, I feel like. If you want to talk about politics, Mitch McConnell should stop playing politics and 
give the 2000 um, right away instead of like mixing things up with Trump because Trump already said that he's willing to do the 2000 and he signed for the 600 so we should just get both bills passed and uh, I'm just looking to get some new gear to look fresh for the holidays. Um, so hopefully my packages arrive, my new gear. Uh, I've been um, reading and writing and watching movies for inspiration. Uh, I... I just want to see how you guys are doing. Um, if there's anything you want me to talk about specifically, uh, it's just a lot going on lately. Um, I was watching TMZ, which I'm a big fan of. Like when I look for news, is usually TMZ on Fox and there's drama between um, between a lot of people. Um, they showed a black person who was on a hike in New Mexico. Uh, he was shocked by certain officials for going off the trail. And I feel like our first thought shouldn't be always to fight or retaliate. We should look for a calm way to come together and see things through and relate to each other because we're all human and we see things and <clears throat> we feel things. And we notice things that are going on and we experience them together and we can relate to one another. Like if you're upset from a certain interaction, most likely another person would be upset by the same interaction. I know at the end of the day, we're all just doing our jobs and participating in the community and doing the best we can. Uh, but we shouldn't use that frustration and take it out on a random person who most likely has nothing to do with the specific reason why you're, why you're upset. So that's just something to consider, to take to account. Um, if you fight with like a friend or a family member, you shouldn't necessarily take it out on a stranger um, just for the sake of releasing negative energy. <clears throat> and I saw that with the NFL, supposedly this black sportscaster uh, lashed out on a black NFL player, I think. 
the quarterback for the Washington football team, um, who's no longer the starter, but he wanted to make a comment or throw shade at him for going and hanging out with strippers or acting wild, but at the same time, I'm sure that sportscaster living the fast life of an NFL superstar, that type of lifestyle, he most likely had fun, or if not in the same way, but similar ways at the peak of his career or the start of his career. Uh, and there wasn't social media back then. And even though things were photographed, but it wasn't to the same extent. And he was in his youth and he had fun, um, didn't do the most mature things. And I bet he wouldn't want someone in his position today to talk down on him, especially if he acted in a similar fashion when he was younger. So that's just something to consider as well. Um, And it's also, if you have something really meaningful to say to someone, you can voice your opinion publicly, whether it's for like entertainment, art, or venting. But at the same time, you should make it a point to talk to that person or that group specifically um, in order to show that you take them serious and you want to have some type of reconciliation um, for your feelings or your thoughts towards that group or person. Because when we just put it out there, um, expecting no reaction that's a wrong idea um, other people are gonna weigh in on it and they're gonna add fire to the flame and that can make matters worse for a certain relationship between a person and another person or a person in a community so that's just something to think about and then also I saw that ASAP Rocky is dating Rihanna. I always thought Rihanna was attractive. And I like what she does with uh, beauty um, materials. Like makeup and fashion design. And she always looks her best. So I'm happy for ASAP Rocky. For um, being in a relationship with her. I think she's in Barbados with him. So they're jet skiing and having fun. And they'll probably uh, meet each other's family and stuff like that. So that's good. And I was watching the news about boxing. I've always been a big fan of Muhammad Ali. 
I have his poster in my room from Fighting Sonny Liston. Uh, first round knockout. Um, I know boxing now is becoming even more of an entertainment piece. Uh, I follow Jake Paul and Logan Paul. And it's good that they found a way as YouTubers to train be athletic, and fight for boxing. And even though it is not of the same caliber, like, there's not as much um, technique as professional boxing, but they are still professionals because they're getting fights underneath their belts, and they do train, and they do work out, and they are in shape, and they meet weight. So they do a lot of the same protocol that goes with boxing in the traditional professional sense. Uh, It is more entertaining because there is a drastic uh, level difference between the fighters. So as Jake Paul starts boxing more, and gets in more fights, he becomes more and more skilled, and he tends to fight people that haven't fought professionally, so they get really destroyed. Um, and that's pretty entertainment, and it's entertaining, and that usually leads to quick fights. But I think it's good too, though, because since there's like a big um, different level of skill between the boxers. It can either be a quick, exciting match, um, which is decisive, or it can be an upset. And if it's an upset, the upset is even bigger because he would have to catch the other person completely off guard, and it would be a fight that's completely um, unpredictable. So that's good. It's similar to... The UFC, especially when the UFC first started. Um, But this is more independent. But like with the UFC, there was completely different levels of fighters. So that led to like wild, entertaining fights. Um, And that was good to see. And over time, if they start their own league... Or if they just keep using it. I think they shouldn't start their own league. I think they should keep it as an independent um, procedure or product. So that random people, like celebrities, can just like fight. Like the cartoon celebrity death match. But it would be real life. So whoever is willing and has some skill at fighting. Or if they have... uh an issue with somebody else, they can just hand it, handle it out in the ring, and they both can be successful and make some money. Um, I'm looking forward to if Floyd Mayweather fights Logan Paul, um, Jake Paul's older brother. I know Jake Paul um, hasn't won many fights, but he's bigger than Jake. Um... 
and he's a lot bigger than Mayweather because Mayweather's around my size. He's like five nine. Um, Logan Paul's around like six two. So it could be like David versus Goliath. Um, and even though Mayweather is more skilled, his much smaller stature compared to Logan Paul um, still gives Logan Paul a chance to win if he tries to like overpower Mayweather. But Mayweather um, shouldn't be taken so lightly because he's very fit and he's more trained, so he's more accurate with his punches. So a strong punch from Mayweather, even though he's older and smaller, um, he knows how to be more precise. Uh, but Logan Paul can try um, just using his height and his weight um, to take advantage of a veteran like Mayweather. But they should meet somewhere close in the weight, even though Mayweather is not going to weigh as much as Logan Paul or maybe Logan Paul doesn't cut that much weight, but there shouldn't be a more than a 15-pound difference. So maybe if Logan Paul is usually around like 220 and Mayweather is usually around like 160, maybe they should both meet at like a 15-pound differential of like 180. So they should both aim to be 180, but there can be like a room of error of like 10 pounds. So they could be 10 pounds more than 180 or they can be 10 pounds less than 180 or 15 pounds more than 180 or 15 pounds less than 180. They should try to get the weight kind of close because weight's very important in boxing and the weight shouldn't be so completely different just because they're different sizes. Um, I know, uh, I know, uh, Shia LaBeouf, um, is going through a lot. I heard he's getting blacklisted and he's going to long and patient care. Um, and as someone who struggles, uh, I hope the best for him. Um, he's done a lot more wild stuff than I have ever done. Um, but nobody's perfect. And we're all trying our best. And a lot of people are realizing that when you're creative and you work very hard and you're very ambitious and you're very committed to your work, a lot of these types of people have like personal or emotional issues that occur outside of their work. So that could lead to problems. And I'm not saying it's okay, but we should just be aware of it and try to adjust and somewhat accommodate, not even accommodate, but try to understand um, people with issues because even a lot of normal people have issues, but just because it's not brought to the attention of fame and news, 
Um, a lot of people get by because they keep it to themselves. But then they still appreciate the artwork or the projects that a person creates. And you have to take the good with the bad. Um, if you like Picasso's paintings, you have to at least understand or at least tolerate um, some of the actions he takes. I'm just giving an example of somebody who creates something very special, but then has personal issues. And even though Picasso, for example, is a great artist, know that he did take characteristics of Cuban or Latin artwork um, and he made it into mainstream Spanish art. So Spain and Latin America have a lot of cultural things that are similar. They're slightly removed because one is in the Caribbean and one is in Spain, like in Europe. Um, but they both speak Spanish. They were colonized by Spain. So they have similar foods, similar cuisines. Um, they share even some same of the some of the same blood, because there was mixing and intermingling. Um, if they're colonized, they probably follow a lot of the same laws. Um, they adapted similar rituals, so. If I have, like, heritage somewhere and similarities are somewhere um, because of my background and then I adopt it and then put my own twist to it, that's good because that's how art works. That's how creations happen. But you should just still show or give credit to where you got it from and not try to be some godlike persona that you did it all on your own of your own completely on your own thought of your own skill um we should give back and show appreciation to our backgrounds and the reason I uh, thought about Shia LaBeouf because I want to see Pieces of a Woman when it comes out on Netflix. Um, it's good because it shows a female aspect of life. Um, and it might be Shia's last movie for a while. So I'm going to check it out and see if he did his best, even though he probably won't get an Oscar nod. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking about that. And then I just want to say and end the podcast conversation that you might see me on the news um, for good things coming up. Uh, I'm just working on a few things and... I hope uh, I get 
some good deals and some good signings. And I hope that Square signs and buys title. Uh, because founders need to connect with up-and-coming leaders and creators and bring them up the ladder so they can have their own input and their own influence um, pronounced and developed. And we all have to realize that even like the biggest founders like Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, Vasali Malachev, um, and Bedelt, um, you all worked hard, but you got your start, your financial start from somebody and having that preparation and that opportunity with a little bit of luck, um, you were able to get to where you are. So remember that and bring somebody else up, bring a few people up that show that they're committed, that they're creative, and that they're determined. Okay, bye.